0: Yes, it's your host, the bandits Did a little different uh, last episode. Thought about it for our kind of a um, historic episode, number twenty-five. We thought we would do a guest host. Um, so we figured, you know, a little something different, give you guys uh, a little variety. So in this episode, though with me, your host. Uh, We're gonna be talking about building layout for kids and talking about graffiti on rail cars or I should say on equipment or buildings or whatever. Um, We're gonna do a review on Steel Highway and um, yeah. So stick around because guess what, say it with me. We're going to get the show on the tracks. Yes, folks. That's right. Episode 26. Um, I honestly never thought I'd get to episode 26, but it's because of you, our listeners, that keeps me motivated to keep this going and the feedback i get from you guys and uh the response and just uh, the overwhelming response i should say not only with uh just the the right you guys listening but then the premium supporters that are coming on board um, not just through the audio side but on the video side the youtube channel um, slowly working on I'm um, getting closer. I last time I checked, I am 14, right? Yeah, 14 uh, subscribers away from hitting that 50 mark, so I can go live on there. And I'm only like 103 or 107 away from hitting that thousand mark on TikTok to be able to go live on there as well. So, thank you all who are going on and liking subscribing all that good stuff and sharing um as this goes on this production yes we are trying to build it bigger better what you want um you know let's just face it this is um you know buy a model railroader for model railroader this podcast so and we're trying to you guys are you guys are showing to me that uh you guys are jumping on board the model railroad revolution and you know, trying to re reignite the the fun and the creativity and just the togetherness of this awesome hobby. So, speaking on that, I had seen this uh, first for the first part. Here, we're going to be talking about building a layout for kids, and I this sparked my interest um, for an episode because I'd seen it in one of the model railroad groups i am in on facebook and it uh, somebody had asked about it you know they had uh, i don't remember all the details but they had said that they um that, you know they had their railroad but they wanted to build one for their child or children because you know while you know we enjoy showing what we have created to everybody whether it be children you know children of all ages let's put it that way let's face it us as model railroads we're we're still children just have a f- few years on us you know we're just big grown-up children um you know uh, he wanted to build a railroad for his children so they had their own not only i guess I, the way i was understanding it is you know, it, the fine detail he put on his railroad he doesn't it was either a he wanted to do that like super detail, or he already had started it and he was just worried you know because kids will be kids um of getting broken but he also thought you know he wanted to share in the hobby and, and allow them to do more and if they had their own railroad you know um so let's you know let's start this way and this could be also it isn't necessary for kids this this little segment is yes it's going to be geared towards building it for children but some of this if you're coming into the hobby or you're thinking about coming in the hobby some of this will kind of cross over to whether you're an adult an adult child <laughs> or you know um so start simple start small you know for children you know let's face it think about it when you were a child or whenever it was uh you know when you most of us were kids when we first got into this hobby and so what was it you know we were i know i was amazed and i think a lot of people would uh are, are probably in the same situation you know you got that train set loop of track with Whatever, we've discussed that before. But as beyond that, as a child, you could be mesmerized for I'm not gonna say hours, but you know, some length of time watching it go around. I know me, I would take the rail car boxes and any boxes and put them up, you know, and then I took a cardboard box, cut a hole in each end, and it was a tunnel that the you know trains would run through, that kind of thing. So while you know start simple see what your children want you know uh what, if you really want to engage your children in this hobby and have it be a um father son father daughter whatever thing or even a family thing you know if, you, if the entire family you know uh wants to get involved let them be first of all let them be kids secondly start simple you don't need to start out with all this you know rolling stock and locomotives and and scenery and you know elaborate track work um reason being is kids are while they're young you really think about it they're simple-minded they're learning um if you throw too much at them most kids and a lot of adults i know there's a lot of adults i've worked with in my life that you throw too much at them and they it's almost like they're like the computer it locks up because you have too many processes going on you know so you know if if you're looking at starting or uh, building one for your 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 child can't speak this morning um you know or if you know and maybe this is one that you don't have a layout but you're building one but you want it to be in a sense when you're done your uh, child's railroad um start simple you know a loop a track you know go buy that train set or or if you want to piece it together that's fine whatever your situation may be but you know i my recommendations you know start with the bachman or the Cotto or uh can't think of the other ones um easy track where it's got the roadbed on it and stuff because You know loop a track and maybe two turnouts so you can do a siding or a couple spurs um reason being is if you really want this your children to be part of it they're gonna want to change things up so if you have that style of track it is perfect for you know setting up a loop with a siding okay you run that a while and then next thing you know you know your son or daughter goes well i'd rather you know do this or that if you want to go out and buy more turnouts and put a siding or I'm sorry, a, a spur on, you know, more power to you. Go ahead and do that. Um, but you know, it gives you the options to figure out placement and track before you really permanently set it. And I wouldn't, with the layout for kids, I don't know that I would permanently set the track um for a while, anyways. Let them, you know, get some time in with the kids. Um running it operating you know maintaining it that's the biggest thing because you can teach your kids responsibility as well in that aspect of well we got to clean track we got to keep our rolling stock good that kind of thing you know uh don't don't over complicate it you know if they want to but also involve them this is their railroad if this is going to be the road let them if you know within reason I'm sure if they they chose that big thousand dollar locomotive or whatever you, yeah I don't you know, I don't know that I would go that far, but if they want to run Thomas, the uh, locomotive and cars on there, let them do it. You know, maybe they, maybe they like that SD40 or that F7 or, you know, locomotive dad has, or mom has, you know, on their railroad, you don't have to go get the most expensive one for kids. Kids, like we said, you know, not cutting them down, um, love kids, you know, uh, you know, I've got two of my own and I remember when they were small, you know but they're simple-minded and you know go find a less expensive version of that locomotive or that rail car or what have you so they can you know a lot of times be like mom or dad um let them i guess express to you what they want on their railroad you know maybe they maybe they they want just cardboard boxes for buildings you know you maybe they might want one of them plastic uh stations so go to the hobby shop go online find yourself you know a plastic building kit sit down with them help them depending on their age i get if they're really young you, you're gonna have to do the building and majority of that but um you know you can go to the hobby shop and buy you know a 20 you can go on amazon and i've seen them on there just a simple square building for 15 20 bucks you know glue it together and stick you know slap let them slap paint on it if they want and you know let it be them get them involved because let's face it you know i mean not saying not being cliche when i say this but you know the kids are the future let's think about it you know i mean they're the future for everything you know and and how and this doesn't get anything political or anything but you know let's face it us as parents we want to raise our kids, right? And have them do the right thing, and good thing. Well, when it comes to model railroading, it's our responsibility to, if we want to maintain and continue this great hobby for everyone, we, we, it's our responsibility to try to instill that in our kids. So as the generations after us come through, you know there's still going to be those out there that are still interested in model railroading and trains and stuff like that and we are in a sense passing our you know the world's greatest hobby on through our children um you know so going back to start simple start small do you need a big four by eight you know if you're doing ho i and that's the thing i would recommend not going anything smaller than ho with uh children depending on their age um O scale might even be a little better. While O scale is slightly more expensive, O scale is going to be easier for them to get on the track. Um, you know, if you have it running around on the floor, or even if you do a train uh, train board, you know, four by eight or you know, bigger. Um the, the, the cars are more than likely gonna take a little more abuse than say an HO scale. The smaller scales, but if you know, most people start out HO scale, um, especially for kids. I know that's what I started out as, and I've been pretty much an HO scaler most of my life. I've had a few N scale locomotive or uh layouts, and I in the past uh, and actually currently am working on designing one for outside G scales. So, part of that is thanks to Eric for doing the one inch and get me involved with him on his stuff. So, thanks, Eric good and bad no uh it's all good but no um you know so keep them keep it simple keep it small uh set it up on the floor if you're not sure if you're if your kid's gonna want to maintain it you know let's face it kids uh, you know you buy them a new toy and they always go to the old one right away until that new toy becomes an old toy and then they play with it that's that's how it goes so on the flip side of that, if you are, and you're interested in getting into the hobby as well with your children, you know, make sure or try to, I I don't know how to exactly word it, but keep in the back of your mind, is this something, for example, that first train set you buy, is this something that I'm going to be able to build from if for some reason, you know, my kids get, uh, you know, they quit getting, uh, or they're not interested in it anymore or let's face it, when kids get to their teenage years, you know, upper teen or, uh, preteens and all that stuff, their minds don't, aren't thinking of uh, a lot of them, their minds are thinking about, you know, uh, you know, girls or boys or, you know, whatever, and, and being popular or whatever they do, you know? Um, so there will be a time there where they're probably not going to think about it or want to even, you know, mess with it, you know? um, So if it's something that, you know, you have to keep that in mind too. It's something that you need to be able to build on if you're so interested. If this is just a way, if you're looking at it as a way just to connect with your kid and you're nearly not, you know, into trains, that's fine. Um, I'm not going to tell you not to do it, but, you know, make sure when the kit you're buying, if you do go a kit or you're piecing it, make sure the equipment you're buying is something that, uh you interests you uh as you're setting up because you know let's face it obviously you know if you buy the thomas the tank engine or whatever that's called set you know and you're interested in the real train stuff and you know either a you have you know if you already have a railroad that's one thing but if you're getting into it with your kids you know make sure you have a locomotive and some cars that you like so you can run them on their railroad um, if they allow you, you know what I mean? And, um, but, you know, if something happens to where they lose interest, and they don't want to do anything with it, you know, they, they decide to sports is more, uh, more and they're more interested in sports than, you know, say trains or whatever, you can still not waste that money that you've put into it and you can still get enjoyment out of it. Now, obviously, if you have your own railroad, and you're doing this for, and I'm not saying you're, uh, you know, kids, grandkids, whatever. And you're building one for them, that's a little different. You know, you can cater more to what uh, the children want um, if you already have a setup. And you know, that's not to say, you know, we've talked about this before in previous episode um, about interchange beyond the basement. You know, set set up their their layout. If if you're running DC, keep their stuff DC. If you're running DCC down the road i mean because dcc systems are expensive um you know put a dcc decoder in their locomotive or or if they have a couple locomotives maybe they you know um you know put put it in one of them and let them run their train their trains on your railroad once in a while and then you know give back to them and say hey i you know interchange i i need this from your building can i run a couple cars on your That that kind of thing is will keep them interested and involves them and makes them feel uh, I don't want to say important, but it 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 makes them feel part of it more. You know, so you know for kids, let's like we said, those of us that are older, yes, we're into the hobby, but you know, let's face it, without younger generation and children getting interested in the hobby you know the the how long does the hobby have to last and that's why we have the model railroad revolution so keep them involved um for starting out like we said start go with like a simple i i my recommendation a simple setup i know the kits are getting uh, or, or uh, starter kits whatever they're getting expensive now Look around, shop around. Um, I've seen them on marketplace. I've seen them on eBay. I've seen them, you know, all over. Uh, sometimes I see them. They're, you know, I've seen a few that are sixty, seventy dollars, but brand new from the stores. You're looking at $150, 200 bucks, which I think is a little ridiculous. I think some of these companies are taking advantage of certain things, but that's that's we're not going to get into that. But if you decide you want to piece it out, same thing, you know. Start simple. Find a locomotive that you that you and your your child want would like to get. Um, you know, start out with only you know two, three, four cars. If you want a caboose, add one. Um, and you don't have to start out with say Cotto, They're I don't know exactly what they call it, but they're Kato Easy Track because uh, that's that's expensive stuff. But it's good stuff. Don't get me wrong. You know, if you can find lifelike or bachman you know for less expensive uh whether you know it's brand new or check out the yeah check out marketplace i'm finding all sorts of kits because i'm looking for some friends you know for used stuff or starter stuff and you know i see people selling um easy track and stuff like that used you know or or even new because they bought a whole bunch and they they have extra that they're not going to use and they're selling that's a way to save some money, but um you know start out with uh a less expensive and then once the kids show you that they're going to stay involved that they want to be a part of it you know continue after you know and only you can decide the time for that but you know then you can start upgrading um and you know that's not to say you have to get all new track there are ways that's what's great about this hobby i mean there are ways you can go make a transition piece of track to go from say Bachman or lifelike track to kato easy track it, A little modifications and you would be able to upgrade and still use your existing track and keep moving forward with your layout um, as far as and when we say simple as far as a track plan start simple a loop of track with uh, a siding um, and down the road or if you're ready for this up front maybe one one maybe two uh spurs so you can get the get your kids into switching let them you know it's because as a kid it's so cool to see a train running around and then if say they have two locomotives you get that siding you get siding uh with locomotive in a couple of cars and you have a train run around they pass each other you know kids love seeing that and i remember you know i what really got me when I was a kid, more interested was when we had a siding or I'm sorry, a spur. And I was able to park cars in there and seeing the train run around. And then it's a quick, Hey, I'm tired of seeing these cars. So then I would switch it out, you know, in my own way. I don't remember how, probably by hand, you know, um, but, uh, you know, that's what I would do and, and, you know, just keep building it and building, uh, but keep the kids involved. Um, let them make, the decisions, you know, if 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 your kids have an army figure or uh, I don't even know what they call them, the little doll figures, you know, depending, and they want to put them on there, let them do it. You know, it's it's not going to hurt anything. That's the best way to keep them going, but get their input. You know, obviously we can give them, guide them. We can give them guiding suggestions if something's not going to work. You know, actually, you know, it's a matter of physics. It's not going to work but let them make it their own and keep them involved keep working with them and um you know um, you know they're the future and that's yet another way that we can keep this model railroad revolution going um like talking with somebody every week or every couple weeks about model trains um it's actually since i've been doing this on my own i've several times a week now i actually talk to somebody about trains or they'll ask me about mine and or ask me about how this podcast and videos and stuff are going and and it, and it's the more i people talk about it it's almost like a little more interested they get in it which is really really cool to see so so yeah uh go back over it, building a layout for kids start simple start small. uh kids will be kids remember that um you know uh, that's why you don't want to put a 30 or 40 dollar rail car on their layout and let them play with it because kids are going to be kids details are going to get broke go with something that has less detail until and use that as a teaching feature help them learn that okay we can't grab cars this way we have to do it. use that and then once they've proven okay they're taking care of cars not dropping them or whatever you know then you can start moving them up a little bit as a you know i don't want to say a prize i don't want to sound like it's but you know as as they show that they're being responsible and they learn the responsibility you can always move them up just like anything else that we do in life with our children so keep it simple or start simple keep it small kids will be kids and get them involved uh keep them involved so we are going to take a break uh this first half was a little short yes we are going to take a break but when we come back we're going to talk about uh graffiti on rail cars uh railroad equipment basically um we have a review what we're gonna do and uh yeah so stick around and uh we will be back shortly Join the Model Railroad Revolution. Go on over to patreon.com forward slash model railroad talk and become a premium supporter. By becoming a premium supporter, you get added benefits such as an exclusive private Facebook group, live videos while we record, access to the latest episode before anyone else, and more. Your support helps us continue to grow and support the Model Railroad Revolution. Go on over to Patreon dot com that's p a t r e o n dot com forward slash model railroad talk to become a premium member today and guess what we are back from our break so first half just to kind of go over we were talking about building a layout for kids uh, whether you are wanting to. Get them into the hobby, sorry about that, just in my microphone. Um, or they want to get in the hobby with you and but they want their own uh, start or keep it simple, start small, kids will be kids, get them involved. So we are talking about the second half graffiti on uh, mostly it is thought of on rail cars but also railroad equipment. You don't see it so much on, you know, their buildings and, and, and little equipment sheds and stuff like that, or locomotives as much. You do see them on locomotives, but not as much. So what stemmed this was, Model Railroader, I'm on Facebook and I follow Model Railroader on there, and which is coincidentally trains.com. Uh, they had an article on there regarding uh, graffiti should you put graffiti on your railroad and there were all sorts of different comments on it uh both uh, you know from one end of the spectrum to the other whether you should do that no you shouldn't because in real life it's illegal and you know this is supposed to be fun and you know um what the article the way i took the article and maybe some of you had seen it too the way i took the article was um you know if if you're modeling modern modern era and you're doing prototypical modeling to where you want you know you're modeling a specific each rail car you're looking it up and weathering it and whatnot exactly the same then it's good if you are, you know, generally it's the fifties, roughly sixties, maybe the fifties and earlier. You didn't see the graffiti, um, so you don't put it on there. But what it boil, I what a lot of these people were, were uh, some I should say, the people that were, I guess, getting all wound up about it against it you know it's like i said they it's illegal in real life you shouldn't be doing that and I, i'm not going to portray that on my railroad and stuff like that and when it boils down to it like we say all along you know what for starters first thing it's your railroad you know it, are you really going to call the police on yourself for putting graffiti on a car you know if you're a person that likes graffiti cars you like what you know let's face it some of these people that do Graffiti on these cars are very talented. There's some awesome artwork out there. Yes, there's some that is like, why did you even waste the can or two of spray paint, you know? But when it boils down to it, is a it's our railroad. It's not like you're going out and actually graffitiing a rail car just so you can model it, which is which would be illegal, Um, you know, and you know what you do with your cars. If you're modeling an era and you don't like graffiti, and you say you're modeling a car and you don't like the graffiti that that's on it, it, it's your model. You're the one that's detailing this. You're the one that's you have to look at every day. If you don't want to see the graffiti, don't put it on there. Um, the biggest thing that, that kind of, I don't know, hit a nerve with that wasn't the article by no means it was the some of the comments you know they're like you know almost some of the comments were putting others down for putting graffiti on their on on our railroads and i while i understand where those people are coming from there again this is a hobby what you know we enjoy this hobby, all of us enjoy this hobby in different aspects. Some like super detailing. Some like the toy look. Some like, you know, uh riding on their trains. You know, some, you know, with the bigger scales, some, you know, don't like weathering their track or or anything. You know, the box or the easy track system is good enough for them. Some people run their railroads in a prototypical fashion. Some just put the trains on, let them run around, you know, at half three quarter throttle and that's fine. It's it's our hobby collectively, but individually it's our railroad. So don't for starters, don't let if somebody if you choose, let's to go this route, if you choose to model a car, or even if it's not you're not modeling off of us any specific car. You have a car in your railroad that you think some graffiti would look cool on there. In in do it who cares it's your railroad and if somebody were to come down and say well you know ever bring that up if say you take a picture and you put it on 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 you know you share it online and somebody comments that well you're modeling illegal activity and well okay yes technically you are but you know what when it boils down to it you didn't do anything illegal you own that model car And you did the graffiti on it, whether it be, or you know, you had a buddy do it or whoever, however, you got it on there, whether it was hand done or, you know, a decal or whatever. Either way, it's your railroad. So if if you ever do that, just respond. It's my railroad. Simple. It's my railroad. It's my rail car. It's my locomotive. It's my railroad buildings, whatever. Cause there's nothing illegal about modeling, you know, um, there's you if that was the case we wouldn't have a hobby if if there was an illegal if it was illegal to to, you know take pictures of rail cars and locomotives and buildings legally take pictures i should say not trespassing or anything and you know and how do you think these manufacturers get their their stuff you know i'm sure a lot of them work with the railroads you know to get specs and stuff and 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 the and the car manufacturers and locomotive manufacturers. So whether you want to graffiti or not, that's your own thing. Me personally, I I don't believe every like for me, I don't want every car on my railroad graffiti. Just like um as another example, my gondolas uh for my for my scrap mill. Everyone is going to be weathered. All my cars are gonna be weathered, but I'm gonna beat up some of those gondolas because let's face it a lot of those gondolas are beat up really bad but some of them are just going to have light dents and stuff i don't want everything to be the same just like with graffiti i i don't want graffiti on every car or every style of car i'm gonna mix it up and yes there's gonna be graffiti i already have graffiti on a couple of them and the graffiti that i did and i'm doing i've got four cars that i'm well i've talked about i'm renumbering or re re uh, lettering and numbering um for the iowa eastern and i'm the numbers are actually um birthday years so i'm graffitiing on those cars the initials of whose birthday year or birth year it is so is that really so wrong may, i'm personalizing it for my railroad for me and you know the you know the, the people that i'm using their birth years for no, how is that wrong? Uh you know um so what do you think? Do you think graffiti's bad, good? Um you know, everybody's got their own thing. I mean, if you're modeling like I said, if you're modeling steam era where you didn't see other than uh chalk markings that the railroad crew did on their on their uh cars and whatnot, you didn't see graffiti back then. So if you're modeling back then, are you going to put graffiti on? Probably not. But guess what if you say hey that car you say you're modeling steam era and you have a cool this car that you just don't know what to do with it looks plain bland what's what's wrong with throwing some you know i'm not saying bright colors or anything but even if you use white or or light gray what's wrong with putting a little graffiti on there you know it's your railroad right um so What are the go to kind of go on that a little bit uh we i know we did talk about this uh a little before but like um there's different ways of doing graffiti and uh the most common or i should say the two most common are hand-drawn and i should do the only two that i know of anyways are doing them yourself or decals uh decals the advantages of those are if or for if you're not And I know this is. If you're not artistic to where you feel you can draw, whatever it is you're trying to do, um, whether it be letters, you know, uh, bubble letters or whatever, or if it's an elaborate uh, one that you're trying to model specifically, there are plenty of manufacturers out there that make awesome graffiti uh, decals. So if there's one you're trying to trying to find. And you don't want to attempt drawing it. That's the positive to it, um, but the downside to it is there. I granted, I know there's a lot of different graffitis out there that these companies make. So the chances of you and say another person, uh, oh my computer did something weird. Say you and my, uh, you and another person are going to have the same uh graffiti on your rail cars unless it's on the same rail car you know what are the chances unless you two walked into um sorry folks a little technical difficulty here with my computer there we go for some reason my one monitor shut off switched this my my screen that i use to record this over to the other one and then it switched yeah anyways um unless you guys go into the same hobby shop about the same car same graffiti pack you know you're not going to notice it um there are tons of different graffiti decals out there so decals i have used them in the past and i like them uh, i believe they're about the same amount of a process uh usually when you get them put on there you want to clear them up uh whether it be i wouldn't use gloss but you know matte medium or whatever when you're all set and done but you need to clear them up, uh, do something with the edges, because I noticed on on a lot of mine in the past when I did the the um, oh uh, decal stuff. Sorry, folks, bring bring kind of shut down for a minute there. Uh, you know that I you would get that little white outline, you know that around the graffiti that you'd see. So I in turn would always go back, uh, and that was using like Microsoft and all that stuff from uh, Micromark made for decals. Once in a while you get that. So I would have to go back and you know, I would take like a a a mat. Basically I I had at the time it was a clear mat that I would brush on. And I take a fine brush and go around the edge. And generally I could get that to go away. Um but they they you know the the decals are a great way to go. On the flip side of it, if you want something individual that no one else is ever going to have uh And and you have the least bit of artistic ability, which you should if you're, you know, more than likely you do, I should say, um, if you're doing model railroading to begin with, is is hand drawing or hand hand making graffiti on your cars, whether that be colored pencils, I've done that, um, paint markers. Um, heck, you can even just use a regular old pencil, number two pencil, and do it, you know, and and draw on there and and you can individualize it i've even seen people put the decals on there and then they add on to it with colored pencils or uh, paint markers that kind of thing to change it up so there's a lot of different ways for the graffiti that you can do it Um, i am planning on doing a video for our youtube channel uh, on that down the road here uh once i get Uh, I got one more car of those four cars that I'm uh, re-identifying in that that I got to do and I'm actually going to do a video on that and that if I remember right that particular one I'm actually going to put graffiti on so I will do a video for that I think it'd be easier to kind of show that so if you haven't checked this out uh, YouTube uh, model railroad talk please subscribe by the way um but so what do you think reach out to us model railroad talk at gmail.com you can go to our website www.modelrailroadtalk.com or you can call our phone number 563-293-6530 uh 563-293-6530 um it's just a a a basically voicemail or text message we we don't answer it it uh in fact the calls we're not we don't have it set up to where we can actually answer it if you call so uh, it it will go, go, take you to voicemail so you can leave a voicemail stuff like that and if you want us to reach back out to you leave your contact info and we will so let us know what you think on the graffiti uh are you for it against it don't really care you know it just depends on if you're modeling you know if that what what are your thoughts all right so we have a review that we're going to do but before we get to that um i had brought this up several times or a few times before and oh i want to say episodes eight nine uh single digits or early double digits about if you are part of or you know somebody that's part of a train club and a railroad club and they have open house or open houses that they would like to get out there. I am willing to, on this podcast, to advertise them for free. Um, within within limits, um, you know, generally, we're gonna be within a month or two of when they're happening. So, as an example, uh, I did say at that time, and I'm, I'm doing it now, because we're getting to where we're, uh, you know, uh, a little over about a month and a half away from this one, but uh, this is the club that I was working on joining. And because of health reasons, I couldn't stay with them, but I do support them and what they do. That is the Quad Cities Society of Model Engineers. They have an open house on November 11th and in East Moline, Illinois. Um, look them up on Facebook. They are on there. That's the Quad Cities Society of Model Engineers um they're on facebook i don't know if they have a website i don't believe they do um but reach out to them um if, if you if you do look them up reach out to them let them know you heard about them through model railroad talk i don't get anything for it or whatever but it just lets them know that you know people support them so if you that's the thing if you or someone you know is in a model railroad club and they're having an open house please have them reach out or you reach out to us at our email or through the website you know model talk at gmail.com or the website model railroad talk.com or call our phone number 563-293-6530 or text it um with the info um any if there's a link to say a website a facebook page that kind of thing that would be good to send to us so we can at least verify and monitor because we uh, you know i understand things change and so if 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 i put something out there and say they change the date or something i would i would like to keep track of that so then um i can change it here for them but generally i i have no problems you know the month uh the the few like now we're about them they're a little over a month out from it so i'm planning on advertising for them for free they didn't ask me to do it i'm doing it on my own um generally about a month before is where we'll do it with this one so by the time this comes out it's a couple weeks you know so also if you are if you or someone you know or listen to this that uh you are a manufacturer or your hobby shop reach out to us if you'd like to get some uh uh if you're interested in possibly advertising on our podcast we um we don't want to bog down our listeners with a whole bunch of ads and stuff, but on the flip side of it, um, you know, if, if you want, you know, um, if they want like a 30 second ad or something like that, we have great, um, the, the prices, we're not like some of the, we're not like the radio stations and I'm sure some other podcasts, you know, where we're going to charge you an arm and a leg for next to nothing. Um, we're just trying to, you know, I guess kind of keep this, being able to upgrade, upgrade equipment, both video and audio sides. so. Um, but have them reach out to us or you can reach out to us as well there with, uh, links or contact info. We would love to work with manufacturers or hobby shops, individuals, whatever. So we are on to our review. Now I've talked about this before on, uh, I don't have my list of former or or previous, uh, episodes in front of me, but we talked about it and we've mentioned it several times. Steel highway they are a webcam that first of all they're on facebook they have a website steelhighway.com or it's the steelhighway.com i believe it is and they're on facebook and all that plus youtube look them up steel highway um they this gentleman tom uh, he goes and puts up these webcams and he hasn't uh, i don't know if he's got them all yet but i know he's working on it Of uh, also getting not only the webcam hooked up So you have the video but then having uh, a scanner hooked up that coincides with that video to where you can listen to train crews and stuff like that so really cool stuff he's got some great locations i without looking it up uh, he's got several all over the midwest here and he's he's continually uh putting up more uh cams whenever he can and gets the opportunity and finds places but i wanted to bring that up because he actually does have a publication um it's called the steel highway (laughs) and actually looking at his, i i just grabbed the magazine i'm going to correct myself his web uh website is steel-highway.com so check him out um but he's got a magazine steel highway the magazine for model modern rail fans um you can go in and he i believe he's only been doing it for this publication has been doing, been going for about two years. I believe it is. It's uh, four public or four issues per year. Um, it is on average, I'm looking at one right now, not including the front and back cover. It's 39 pages long. Um, this magazine, whether you're just a rail fan or you're into modeling and not really a rail fan or, or you're both, um i highly recommend to you first of all it's not bogged down with a lot of ads i mean he's got a few support ads in some of the uh, issues um i'm telling you right now the first of all the printing the magazine itself when you get it it is literally the physically feeling it's good paper it's good quality it's something that's going to stand the test of time um very informative he goes through and you know and and the thing is you can go on his website 15 bucks for an issue you can order past issues or 48 bucks for a year you get four issues 12 bucks an issue yeah that may sound a little expensive but i'm going to tell you right now not cutting down model railroader cuz i love model railroader i love my subscription with that but a you're not bogged down by ads and b you are getting full page uh color full page or ha- sometimes half page depending on the on the the way he's got it set up color v- uh very very good color printing um pictures of locomotives and trains um from different from all styles steam diesel electric um <clears throat> you know all of them it, it I that I'm I don't know how to describe it, it is that good. I had I I've worked been kind of working with Tom anyways to um try to get, you know, he was working with me to try to get um uh a, a, a webcam set up with where the girlfriend works, the CEO of this and my railroad and stuff like that, <laughs> anyways. Um and unfortunately her company won't allow it. But him and I have been discuss you know, we've been discussing different things off and on since he first reached out to me and you know and i'm like you know what i'm gonna look into it so i looked into it went to his website and i'm like I he had one particular that epi or uh magazine issue i'm grabbing it right now folks that really stood out to me and it is issue number three second quarter of 2022 so this is really i guess his second year doing this um but it had The Iowa Interstate, I believe uh, it's an AC4400, without looking, it doesn't say, but uh, it's a Iowa Interstate locomotive and it caught my attention. So I went ahead and ordered it and got it in and I'm telling you that the pictures are unreal. Uh, each picture gives you a little bit there's a little thing at the bottom where it says you know where it was filmed at and gives the photo credits to who or I'm sorry not filmed photoed where it was photo uh, the photo was taken and who took the photo and stuff like that but I'm telling you it's like full page it's it's eight and a half by 11 magazine with page after page of beautiful, colored locomotives and and like i said the print quality of it is just it's to me the best way i can put it is that's high def as high def and qualities you can get in a printing of pictures for a magazine it's right there so i highly recommend it on our scale of zero to six that we do here because we are odd uh here at model railroad talk because we can be you know what it's our podcast just like it's our railroad <laughs> anyways um, I give it a six complete six no issues there's not a thing in fact I signed up recently for after I got the first issue I signed up for the annual subscription and um, he sent me all of them for this year so far so I have one more coming um, I am planning on doing more um, next, uh, sub, uh, resubscribing or whatever, keep. I'm, I'm gonna continue it on. Um, it is, uh, check it out. Um, go to their website, steel-highway.com. They have all their issues up there. Back issues you can order. Uh, I'm sure if you reached out to him and you wanted to order all of his back issues at once, he may. I don't know, but he may uh, give you a subscription price on it. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of speaking you know at my rear end right there with that but um but if you do reach out to him for it or whatever let him know you heard about it here on model railroad talk i don't get anything for it i don't want anything for it from him um i just want him to know that you know people are uh, enjoying his publication and his his work just kind of like me i would like to you know i like to hear when people say hey i heard this from here or whatever it lets you know that you're doing right so tom awesome job not only on the way uh your webcams um but awesome job if you happen to listen to this tom um awesome job on the publication i'm looking forward to more and more issues coming out so that's going to be it for this episode my favorite listeners um you know it, i love doing this podcast there are times where it's it is tough because it's like what am i going to talk about so um reach out to us uh email once again model talk at gmail.com through our website which our website remember we have forums we have uh group pages on there it's free to sign up you do have to have set up an account quote unquote an account um that's how we kind of try to keep the spam out of those forums um but it's free we don't charge you for anything um the setup's real easy simple um doesn't ask you a lot to set up we just we we do that like we said cuz we want to keep the spam the the stupid stuff out so um website www.moderorotalk.com or if you are liking this production um you like our 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 audio podcast and if you've checked out our our youtube page and you like our video and tiktok stuff like that and you would like to help support us? Become a premium supporter. Um, go on, go on over to Patreon.com forward slash Model Railroad Talk. And by becoming a premium, su- su- I can't even talk now. By becoming a premium su- uh, supporter, uh, um, you get added benefits like this episode. When I get done with it, within the hour afterwards, it, it will be up on our Patreon site for our uh, premium su- supporters. Premium supporters also get special videos and stuff that are only for them on Patreon. You get access to also our private Facebook page if you are on Facebook. Um, and as an example, right now, I'm recording live like I do the solo ones. The ones that are not uh, solo, I don't record live on just because it's hard. You, you only hear with my side of it or whatever. So it's it, until I get that all figured out. Um, but you know, um w- right now we have two current levels. Uh one of the levels yeah get you do get a free sticker. Um we are looking at getting t shirts made. Um we will have probably a, a little bit higher level at some some point that will include a t shirt, but we gotta get that worked out. So thank you for listening again. You guys are great. Um you know, uh this is this is all because of you guys and I I just i enjoy doing this and same with the videos it takes away from my personal modeling but you know what it's well worth it so uh thank you for listening and until the next episode keep your train on the tracks